they drink this beverage in its many exotic forms. Half coffee and half hot milk. I want to, I want to. I want to, I want to. I'll praise the Lord, Lord. and keep the faith. Only G.O.D. could be a king to me. If you love me, you got to represent him well. Believe the scripture. Yo, testing, 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 testing. Is this thing going? Is this thing going? Thank you for tuning in to Macchiato's Music and Descriptions. I'm your host, Martinez. If you'd like to send me an email, please send your emails to mmsmedia314 at gmail.com or you can follow me on social media at mbills314. Welcome to episode number 99, a special Juneteenth episode. That's right, we celebrating Juneteenth, Juneteenth, Juneteenth. With all that's going on, I feel it is important that we acknowledge this day, that we understand what it is, and that we get excited about it. So today's a very special episode. I just really want to deal with Juneteenth, what it is, go over some scriptures with you. I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to celebrate this day today. I don't know if I'm going to barbecue something, you know, throw a little something on the grill. Um, there's parades going on downtown St. Louis, I'm told. Um, I know us as a uh, as a people around the country, a lot of us are really just learning about Juneteenth. Uh, I, myself included, I probably learned about it probably about a good four or five years ago. I never even knew it was a thing. I mean, of course, you know, during my black history class, I learned about Juneteenth, but never took into consideration that, you know, we're going to celebrate this as a people. But you know what? I believe with all that's going on, I believe that we as a people are going to start celebrating this day. Um, I'm told Target, amongst some other corporations, are considering this, are making this now a paid holiday for its employees, for its black employees, or employees in general, rather. State of Virginia has declared it a national holiday. So, Prayerfully, by the year 2021 or 2022, by the end of this decade, rather, hopefully every state in the United States will acknowledge Juneteenth as being a national holiday. Right now, it's considered an unofficial national holiday. So for those of you who are like I was years ago, who don't know what Juneteenth is, or why we should be celebrating it as black people. Let's do a little quick history lesson. Juneteenth, also known as Freedom Day, Jubilee Day, or Liberation Day. It's an unofficial American holiday and an official Texas state holiday. So the state of Texas acknowledges it as a holiday. And we're going to get into why. Juneteenth is celebrated annually on the 19th day of June in the United States to commemorate to commemorate the Union Army General Gordon Granders reading of federal orders in the city of Galveston, Texas on June 19th, 1865, proclaiming all slaves in Texas were now free. Although the Emancipation Proclamation had formally freed them almost two and a half years ago, earlier, and the American Civil War had largely ended with the defeat of the Confederate States in April, Texas was the most remote of the slave states with a low presence of Union troops, so enforcement of the proclamation had been slow and inconsistent. Ain't that something? 
Wow. So June 19th, once Texas, the state of Texas, acknowledged the freemen of slaves, that's when we were all technically free. So that's why Juneteenth, we were basically waiting on Texas to, to get it together. <laughs> Shout out to Texas, all my listeners in Texas. But once Galveston, Texas made that declaration, then we were all officially free, every state. So Juneteenth is the celebration of the freedom of slavery for black people. Now we're not gonna get into Jim Crow, that's a whole nother segment. But as far as slavery, having a massa and all that type of foolishness was donezo. Was no more of that. And it had me thinking. It had me thinking about the children of Israel in the book of Exodus. When God spoke to Moses and told Moses to go and tell Pharaoh to let my people go so that they may serve me. Right? Children of Israel were in Egyptian bondage for hundreds of years. God delivered them. He brought them out in Deuteronomy chapter 26, verse 8. It says, So the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a strong hand and powerful arm, with overwhelming terror and with miraculous signs and wonders. He brought us to this place and gave us this land flowing with milk and honey. So God is the only one that can bring about deliverance. That's what this shows me. This is proven fact. You can't bring about your deliverance. A man can't bring about your deliverance. Only God can bring about deliverance of a race of people, of individuals. God is the only one that can deliver you. God was the one who, now he used Moses. Because you got to remember, if you don't know about the story, remember Pharaoh's heart, his heart was hardened. So every time God was performing miracles, when he was bringing frogs, when he turned the river into blood, you know, all these different things were going on. God told Moses that Pharaoh's heart will be hardened. So Pharaoh, a man, was holding people and keeping those people in bondage. But God used Moses as a mouthpiece to declare the works of the Lord. Got it? So you think about American slavery. Deliverance came about because of the Lord. It wasn't because of a man's decision to just one day, I'm just gonna free these slaves. No, God moved upon the hearts of wicked men and better believe, even before the Emancipation Proclamation, there were saints praying. We had ancestors praying and praying and praying interceding because before any great move of God before any great miracle of God prayer always has to precede that they literally sacrificed their lives the freedoms that we have today is because of what our ancestors that the, the groundwork that they laid now this country the United States of America for those who are here yes we have some great freedoms here and I wouldn't want to live in any other country but America has some issues and America is wrong in a lot of ways as to the in, for the treatment of black people, not only in the past, but even today. And I think that's why there is an awakening that's taking place, because white people are acting like black people just came out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm looking at all these different things that are being changed. They're chopping down Christopher Columbus statues. Um, 
I know in my city in St. Louis, they're going around identifying slave masters names, which, you know, a lot of them, uh, a lot of our street names and a lot of cities in America are named after slave masters or slave owners. They're trying to change the name of that. Like, I don't know what sparked in them. It had to be more than the George Floyd situation. I think the George Floyd situation was just the straw that broke the camel's back. And because everyone's quarantined and things wasn't open, everyone just had to witness what was going on. And because of the protests and the outcry of the people. But some stuff, I'm not gonna lie to you, is kind of annoying. It's kind of like, all right, it's like being down with black people is the end thing. I will know, as Jesus said, you will know a tree by the fruit that it bears. Now, this continues on even after the protesting and all these things, you know, dwindle down. We want that energy, that same energy to still be kept up, you know, but yeah, America owes black people. And this is not a, um, this is not a give me mentality. This is not a slave mentality. This is not a, um, this is not anything. This is just a fact, a race or group of people that you did wrong. This nation needs to repent of that. And then make it right. Don't just say I'm sorry. Or we apologize. Okay, now make it right. But Juneteenth, man, I'm so excited. And you know, I just think that this is unofficial too, but I just believe that the music that you hear playing in the background, which is Sounds of Blackness, Optimistic, I feel like this should be the Juneteenth anthem. Sounds of Blackness, Optimistic just the music like everywhere you go once you hear that music drop you know oh that's the juneteenth <laughs> that's the juneteenth joint like it i think it's just something about the song and about the music it just gets you excited it just gives you just feel it like you know what i'm saying and as a believer there's nothing wrong with celebrating culture because there are believers of multiple races. You have Hispanics that are believers, obviously. I don't have to get into all that. You know that there are believers in Christ all over the world, but we all come from diverse cultures. Because as I said in the last podcast, God loves colors. He didn't make us all the same. And following this episode, I, I am gonna go into a real deep study on black people in the Bible. And it is going to shock you. Some of you may know, some of y'all may have never heard this before. But the information that I'm gonna read to you biblically and just the scriptures that we're gonna uncover, you are going to be amazed. It is going to uplift you. It is going to empower you as a black person. And if you are not black, it is still going to enlighten you and it's going to set you free because you are going to understand like, wow, God uses the very people that people claim that he doesn't use. Some people believe that. Anyway, I don't get into that. Shouts out the sound to blackness one time. But listen, again, what was I saying? Culture. There's nothing wrong with celebrating a day like this and be a believer. Some people think that, um, you know, things like this clash that, you know, you're not you're supposed to forget about your culture after you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. But that's not true. Maybe you don't know what the definition of culture is. I'm going to break it down to you. Culture is defined as the customs, arts, social institutions and achievements of a particular nation, people or other social group. Now, we as a people, as a black race of people, we have a lot of heritage that we should be proud of. Our heritage does not start nor does it end with slavery. 
That's one thing we need to understand. The only time that our belief in Christ can clash with culture is if our culture is lifting or acknowledging another God. Now, in that regard, we dismiss it. Because in Exodus 34, 14, it said, you must worship no other gods for the Lord whose very name is jealous is a God who is jealous about his relationship with you. And this is what he spoke to the children of Israel. Now, when he brought the children of Israel out of Egyptian bondage to serve him, a lot of y'all know the story. Um, before they got to the promised land, and they was in the wilderness, they was complaining, they were raising up statues, um, building statues and trying to worship that. They was just doing all types of crazy stuff. And every time they did something like that, God checked them. Because now it seems like they, um, for whatever reason, were agitated and didn't fully trust the God that brought them out. So that's why uh, Jewish people today celebrate the Passover because it reminds them of when God brought their people out of Egyptian bondage. Macchiatos, Macchiatos, music, Macchiatos, and the scripture, 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 and the
This concludes side A. Please flip to side B. To this day, it's celebrated. And you know what? If Passover falls on a work day, they get that day off. You got Yom Kippur, other Jewish holiday, holidays, they get that day off. So Juneteenth, us as a race of people, as a race of black people, Juneteenth, the day that our ancestors were set free, the day that our people were set free in this country should be celebrated. And that's not clashing with our relationship with Christ. That's acknowledging culture and that's celebrating. God is a God of freedom. We got freedom in Christ. And, this, and here's the thing. A lot of our ancestors were free in Christ, but wasn't free in the natural. They were free in Christ, but they wasn't free naturally. So I feel it's right that we celebrate our freedom in Christ, which you do that by living for him daily. You do that by sanctifying yourself. You do that by living a holy life. You do that by living righteously, living to the best of your ability, living up to God's standards with the help of the Holy Spirit. That's freedom in Christ. You don't have any bondage. You don't have any, no rules. And you got to pray only on Tuesdays or you got to go through a man. Uh -uh, you free in Jesus. Now, the scripture says in Galatians 5, don't use that freedom as an occasion to the flesh, meaning that because you're free, that doesn't mean you just go out and you just do anything you want to do because God is going to check us on that. That's spiritual freedom. That's something that's, that's never going to be taken away from us if you're in Christ. Now, naturally, our ancestors, and I'll speak about them in the past, not now, in a country that they built that they didn't ask to come to, that were that they were brought over to, they were in bondage. So a lot of them was free on the inside, but they were enslaved on the outside. So I feel it's only right that we celebrate the freedom that we have now on the outside. It's because the scripture says in the book of Timothy that I've given you all things richly to enjoy. So there are a lot of things that we're enjoying now that our ancestors didn't get to enjoy. But we are enjoying them now. Hallelujah. And I think that is to be celebrated. Now, we're not getting into, uh, you have some people who believe in praying and talking to the ancestors. No, sir. We're not getting into that boat. Now, that's we get into witchcraft. That ain't what Juneteenth is about. And that's not something that, you know, we do. So people who do that, they on their own. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But as a day, we're just talking about a day that we're celebrating the freedom that we have in this country. And as I stated before I end this episode, starting on episode 100, we are going to be dealing with the black presence in the Bible. I don't really have an official title for it or whatever, but we're basically, and to sum it up, we're going to be dealing about and identifying black people in the Bible. Because it's time to take this podcast to another level. And starting at episode 100, I'm going to start that series. So I want to give you a snippet of what we're going to be talking about next episode. Go to Luke chapter 23, verse 26. Luke chapter 23, verse 26. And we're going to end it right here. I want to end this on an uplifting, inspiring, and revelatory note. In verse 26, it says, as they led Jesus away, a man named Simon, who was from Cyrene. Cyrene is in North Africa. So I find it interesting, number one, that they said Simon from Cyrene. They, it, it seems like the Lord wanted us to know that. They could have just said Simon. Simon from North Africa, a black man. And they said, a man named Simon who was from Cyrene 
happened to be coming in from the countryside, the soldiers seized him and put the cross on him and made him carry it behind Jesus. So a black man helped Jesus carry his cross. And another thing, you know what else this tells me? As they were beating Jesus with the cat of nine tails as he carried the cross, blood was being shed, all these things were taking place. You know what sticks out? Is that the blood of Jesus first touched a black man. Now you ain't gotta believe it, I'm sorry, you may not have to believe it, but I'm just stating, I'm just saying, hallelujah. This is stuff that wasn't taught to us back then. This is stuff that's been in the book. The Bible been hasn't been changed and ripped around and all that. Uh-uh, this is not new information. This wasn't just written in here two weeks ago. This has been in here. Simon the Cyrene from North Africa, a black man, helped Jesus carry his cross. And as they were whooping him, Jesus, you know blood was being splattered, blood was being shed. Blood was touching Siren, was touching Simon. So the blood of Jesus first touched a black man. Hallelujah. You don't have to believe it, but you can't disprove this scripture. Simon was a black man and he helped Jesus carry his cross. A black man did that. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please share this with your family and your friends. Remember, you can follow me on social media at mbills314. You can also send your emails to mmsmedia314 at gmail.com. Remember these words from the book of Romans, chapter 3, verse 4, latter verse. Let God be true and every man be a liar. Until next time, I'm out.